0: These are the K-She Tapes. You, man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on KSH, the longest running rock station in the country.
1: Welcome to the KSH Tapes Podcast. I'm John Hewlett.
2: I'm Favaz. Did you have a blessed Christmas, John?
1: I did. Did yes. you? Did you
2: go to Midnight Mass?
1: no okay no I'm, Why not, not? I'm not going around crowds oh, staying out of okay. oh, crowds right. yes yes have you heard there's a pandemic oh yeah i, I did hear about yeah. that all right yeah stay up on top of the news man all right sorry okay here we go this is an interview now this is interesting uh 99.9 percent of our interviews we've done so far on Casey takes podcast were done by either favaz himself mm-hmm. or me myself we've had a few that, that were done by others and as we get further and further along here and and get into some of the old tapes and some uh, of the other announcers who were on kc 95 on those tapes we're going to be doing some of the interviews that they did yes. back in the day. Mm-hmm. And there was a fellow who worked here in the early 1980s named Jack Silver mm-hmm. who did an afternoon show on the weekends, I guess both weekends, Saturday and Sunday, and also did a thing called the Casey Rock Report oh. where he would get a lot of interviews, most of them on the phone. Of artists, mm-hmm. and then would do uh, would cut those interviews up, and then do little little features oh. with it. Okay, and uh, I found uh, quite a few of his interviews, yeah, intact you know, on a lot of old reel to reel tapes. Mm-hmm. So this is the first one we're going to play of his. Mm-hmm. This is the first one that I've really found, and we can get in here right away. And it's uh, an interview that uh, Jack Silver did in uh, early '80s. It had to be the early '80s because that's when he was here with the Donnie Van Zant of '38 Special.
2: Yeah. Now, Jack Silver, I know that name because I work here, but as a listener, I did not know that name.
1: Uh, Yeah, most listeners would not know that yeah. name. But, uh, yeah, he was on the radio here for uh, on the station for, I guess, three or four years. Hmm. Uh, but never had a full-time air shift that I recall.
2: So, so. you're saying he wasn't good enough, John?
1: No, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> No, I just don't think there were any openings at the time when he was uh, trying to break through, which has happened to a lot of people over the years who've gotten part-time jobs here but never got on full-time because some of us just won't retire. (laughs) But anyway... (laughs) Let's get to the interview with Jack Silver and Donnie Van Zant. Oops.
3: Uh, what you call a cement wall It'd been pretty. <laughs> oh, oh so this is the, we,
1: we we kind of get into the middle of the interview here, I guess, where uh, he Donnie Van Zant apparently jumped off a stage and hit a cement wall or something. Oh, is that what it is? was? Yes. Oh,
2: okay. so he,
1: he was a young virile guy back then, so yeah, you know, cement walls probably didn't hurt him all that much. But right. now apparently yeah, he's retired from thirty eight special right, and has had some illnesses. Right. You know, he's I think he's only in his late. He 60s. had COVID. Oh, recently had COVID, Yes, too. I believe he had COVID.
4: Yeah. Hey, well, I guess there's there's an image that uh, that goes along with being Donnie Van Zandt, so uh, that fits in. you, you got to take it easy, though. <laughs> ah,
3: sure, I'm getting too old to be jumping off stages, you know? Yeah, oh, it's, so that, that, that's how it happened? That's how it happened. I, ha- I, have, yeah. I, got little-
1: I have an interview with Donnie Van Zandt. That's what I thought this mm-hmm. was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I did on the phone too. He's a great interview. Generally yeah. speaking, he is very con- uh, con- conversational and, mm-hmm. and inter- like it. yeah, and interested in, in talking about what he's got going on.
3: Right, Jack in uh, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and uh, it was the last song on the set, and uh, the show was just going fantastic. Yeah, and uh, I just got a little high up there on the stage, you know, from, from the crowd and stuff like that, and. Uh, it's how I jump off the stage. And when I did it, uh, I
4: did it up real good. <laughs> all right. Well, if you're going to go, go all the way. <laughs> right. All right. Phew. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, let me say that. Uh, <laughs> okay. I was,
2: well, uh, was going to say, he he wasn't ever a full-timer, John? <laughs>
4: okay. Yeah. How many interviews
1: have you done where in the middle of you go, okay, well. <laughs> whew, uh <laughs> hmm. Now, Jack was funny. He was fun, too. I, I enjoyed working with Jack.
4: What, what, what I'll be using your comments for is um, we're, we're doing a special, uh, a 90-minute special feature about Super Jam, which is the gig oh, that you got.
1: Oh, the Super Jam show was coming up in 38 Special. was a part of one of those two Super Jams. I guess the second one, I
2: think. Well,
1: possibly the, no. it
2: was definitely not in the late 80s. I mean, the, 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 the first Super Jams were in the, like, 76, 77. No, this 77. is the early 80s. This is like okay. 1980, maybe. But I'm saying the super jams right. that he might be talking about were 76, 77. So no, wasn't could...
1: 76, 77. It was uh, 79, 80, something like that. I think. Mm, I don't know. I
2: mm-hmm. think Ted Nugent was uh, mm-hmm. when he had cat scratch
1: fever. He he was is close coming. Here get on, his attention. On. He was walking in the hall out oh, there. I'll get I'll yeah, get, I'll get, get that crusty old bastard in here, Mark Close. Yeah, I don't think the super jams were seventy six, seventy seven. Maybe the first one might have been seventy seven, but the second one was seventy nine, close to eighty. All right, he's coming. Is he coming? Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, wow, he's gonna on this bike. Yeah, uh, number three. Yeah, number put three. Him on the microphone. Number, number three. three. Okay, no, yeah, I, I got we'll to turn on, on this one. Okay. Hey, 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 hey! Welcome to a big time podcast, dude. <laughs>
0: wow, golly, <laughs> could you feel it in here? All I can tell, man. Hi, all you ten <laughs> listeners. Good talking to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a question here. The Super Jam concerts that happened at Bush Stadium. There were two of them. What years did you think
2: they the were? The first, and uh, there were more than two. There was more than two. Um but what 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 77 78 yes yeah, yes yeah. 77 yes. yeah, you said 76 I 77 said, i i said 76 77 yeah, this i think was, the first one might sense. have been 76 it was like 77 76, 79,
1: 79 but
2: we're doing an interview that Jack Silver did with uh, oh, yeah. Donnie Van Zant okay. but but john is saying that uh, jack worked at Kishi in the early 80s and he mentioned Super Jam here, right. so I don't know what Super Jam they could have been yeah. talking about. I thought there
0: were, there might have been three or four of them because remember they do them in, at Bush Stadium and they do them in Kansas City. Yeah, I up thought at Arrowhead.
1: Maybe. I just remember two big ones, and then yeah. they stopped it after that because well, of all well, the the heat. The people got uh, oh overheated yeah, was crazy. They
2: put, well. A, do you remember uh, it, the, the 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 one that I missed that I really wanted to go to was Sammy Hagar opened or no he he headlined and it was. Journey, Judas Priest, right. shooting star. Right, right. Yeah, that was the second one. Mm, well, I think what, that was like the third one. That's when Sammy drove out in the Trans
0: Am. He drove yeah. the Trans Am out in the field. That's the one where Steve Mizorini was going to introduce him and freaked out and couldn't do it. Remember oh, Wayne no. Meisenholder and David Bird, our friends from Capitol, had got Sammy to come in and they had. Mm-hmm. Steve Miss ah, boys, <laughs> and he, he was set to do it, and flipped out and couldn't do it. And couldn't I think do one it. of them ended up doing it. it. So, but he came out in the red Trans Am.
1: Okay, but Sammy Hagar wouldn't have headlined a show in '76. He no. wasn't that big yet, or no. even '77. So it had to be that
0: was '79. That might have been '79. He was if he wasn't the headliner, he was yeah. the second top. He was the headliner. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. remember.
2: yeah. Hmm. Well, I remember. Yeah, remember. I have the shirt to prove it too. Well, let's see what I we got go here. Shirt. Oh wow,
0: wow. Yeah. All right. Oh, dude, who see. do I send my bill to? Okay, know, I just sent to John. Send yeah. it okay, the so
4: richest per capita. Oh, yes. All right. Thank all right. you so I'll, much. I'll
1: okay. pay you out of petty cash. Thanks for your
2: help here, Mark.
4: Yeah.
1: Petty cash. Yeah, I'll pay you out of petty yeah. cash. Okay. Okay.
4: we we'll be playing here in St. Louis this Saturday, and I got uh, all the other bands already in the can and ready to go. So we're just waiting. Oh, oh, tell oh, us all who all are the other bands. bands? Come on now, Jack. Jack. It's for you now. All right. Yeah, let me,
1: let me <laughs> no, uh, my whole Jack, is uh, he's, he's a gas here. He's running out of gas, one of the two.
3: Now I've been running around. take your time, man. I've had you running around from last week.
4: Yeah, n- no problem. But again, you know, uh, okay, let, let me start out by saying um, uh, thanks for the call. And we've got Donnie Van Zandt of 38 Special on the um. phone. And for some of the people in St. Louis, Donnie, who might not be familiar with with 38. Uh, possibly you can give us the roots of the band, based in Jacksonville, correct?
3: Yeah, we're f- from Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, we've been together about about nine years now, Jack. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you the best news, <laughs> and I'll go right to the, uh, the present. Uh, the Special Forces, I my new album out right now. Oh, Special Forces, okay.
2: okay. Uh, I will look that up. Yep, <clears throat> Special ahead, Forces. Keep playing. I'm
3: going to say
1: 78 for Special Forces.
3: Thank a lot of you people there in St. Louis for
4: helping us make that. Yeah. Um, as a personal note, I i totally had to get behind your record um, and not let, you know, caught up uh, really? uh, dominate, because here we're uh, totally, uh, we like roughhousing. Uh-huh. We like, like back on the track. Yeah. Would
2: you like to know? Yeah. 1982.
1: 82. See, there I told you it was late 80s.
2: Really? Early '80s. What? I told you it was I know. early '80s. Well, '82. Uh, so Jack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but whatever super jam he's talking about already is, happened. It happened with Sammy and Journey. That one. That one already happened. I don't know which one he's talking about.
4: We like the new single. Uh, we like it all. I'm glad to
3: hear yeah. that, man. You know that's, that uh, that's one thing that sort of perturbs me in a way. I mean, it's, it, I, I guess it's the way radio has to be. You know, it's not cutting it down one way or the other. You know, but. Uh, it just seems like a lot of radio stations will only get on one song on, on an album, you know, and it's probably from so many groups being out
1: there. And, and <laughs> that was, was great about Casey. We didn't go by what the record company just said. Oh, yeah, here's the track. This is the track, stay on right. this track stay and help us one. promote this track, blah, blah, blah. We'd get the album because our individual DJs were playing their own mm-hmm. music back then, and we picked what we liked. Right. And that's why so many more songs are KC Classics in St. Louis than they might be
2: anywhere else. True. Very true. Um, so I've got the uh, lineup. Oh, gosh, what uh, sign-up? It's free. I don't know. The uh, the lineup for Super Jam nineteen eighty. Sammy Hagar, Uh Journey, Judas Priest, Shooting Star, and April Wine. That was 1980. That was the second one of the two. Okay. That I remember. Okay. Hold on here. Now, it also says uh, there was a one in 1976. Yes.
1: 76?
2: Yes. Okay. That was with Fleetwood Mac and
1: Jefferson Starship
2: and... Ted Nugent maybe 1976. Hold on here. Um Fleetwood Mac, Jeff Beck, Starship and Ted Nugent. I remember that one. That and was, was, that, was big, that was the biggie. That was
1: the first one of always
2: is always the most uh, you know uh, impressive. In 77, Gypsy, Head East, Judas Priest, Ario Speedwagon and Ted Nugent. Okay. That was 77. That was the second one. Okay. Okay. So there were 78 they had Angel, Blue Oyster Cult, Bob Welch, Eddie Money, sticks and i've had j y he's he's got that at his house a framed photo of a helicopter shot of bush stadium the crowd when sticks took the stage huh um and the gods g-o-d-z i remember the gods okay uh and then super ja- super jam 82 okay so this must be the one here's the one that uh okay. jack was talking about 38 special 707 lover boy rio speed wagon and rainbow Okay. So those were the. So other there were bands. four super jams. Um, uh, were there one, two, three, five? Five super jams. God, five. I don't remember the other ones yeah. at all. 76, 77, 78, 80, and eighty-two. Okay, what
1: was the last one? Eighty-two. The fifth one. Oh. Eighty-two. Well, you only read four of them, didn't you?
2: No, well, th- I started off with 1980. Th- th- that so you awesome started off with I...
1: 76, then you said 70, 77, 77,
2: 70, and then there's 78. They skipped 79. 80 was the Sammy Hagar Journey one. Oh. and the last one was this f- one. Was this one 82? So yeah. five super jams. Wow. wow. Huh. Yep. You know, so uh,
3: less space to play everybody. You know, but uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I think the whole album. I don't think there's a weak cup on the whole album. You know. No, yeah. and he's
1: he's probably right about that. That album is is killer. That allied uh, special, forces, thirty special, special forces. forces. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, not allied mm-hmm. forces. That's triumph. Mm-hmm.
3: And, uh, and that's what you know. What we've always tried to do, you know, we, we've noticed in the past a lot of other groups will put what they call fillers on the album, and uh, <laughs> and uh, what we really try to do is, is give you a money's worth, you know, and, uh, and uh, really put what we think are real good songs on the album.
4: All right. Um, so. W- a question that could pop to mind.
1: And keep in mind, be fair to Jack Silver here. He was mm-hmm. not doing this interview for it to be a one, a, a, a continuous interview to be on the radio as one complete interview. Right, because he wasn't was, full
2: time. Well, no, no, no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was doing these in order to use different comments to different questions in a feature. Yes, thing. yes. So, mm-hmm. so that's why in between his his answers, Donnie's okay. answers, Jack is is kind of you know okay. hem him around yeah. a little bit so to be fair to Jack uh,
4: for, for many is okay Wild Eyed Southern Boys was uh, quite a success with uh, the Fantasy and a Hold On Loosely leading the way and now Special Forces as you mentioned going gold um, we some people might construe that as an overnight success but rather uh, it's an overnight success that took about nine years am I right? It
3: took about nine years of hard work uh-huh. you know and, uh, it's, it's, it's... I th- I think that's the whole thing with 38 Special, you know. We just uh, we kept in there with it, Jack. You know, we 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 got a uh, this is our let's see, our fifth album, I think. Yeah. now I can't keep up with it. <laughs> 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 but anyway, we just kept in there, and we uh, from you know we uh, changed our whole strategy of recording the whole thing. From our second album on, we went through a a management change, and uh, we had a lot of. Ch- uh, legal things that we had to put up with and all that so we were more or less stalemated for about a year and a half there mm. and uh we had a lot of time to uh evaluate, evaluate our music and every other thing you know so uh we went out and left here a little bit and on our rocking tonight where we really broke the ice with the top 40 single rocking tonight uh we wrote a song an uh, instrumental called robin hood which you might remember right and uh you know and it's something that we would never do before you know, so we just we went out and took a chance on it. And it, it got real good response uh, nationwide. That song, in particular, you know, mm-hmm. and plus Rockin' Tonight. Uh, like I said, broke guys for us for the top. Yeah, that now. was. I remember mm-hmm. Casey
1: broke that with. Uh, remember
2: Robin Hood? Mm-hmm. That song? No, no, never yeah, played I don't it. Remember that? No.
3: Okay, now hang on, just for a quick. Rock and Roll. That was.
4: Oh, Ruth. At home. Yeah. Uh-huh. We uh, just okay. heard Ruth's voice. Yeah, it was Ruth's, a, Ruth's
1: Ruth, voice. Ruth Hutchison. So he yeah. paused the tape, and then I guess picked it up again, and just sometimes when you hit record. And you hit stop. You mm-hmm. record again, there's like a split second right. of what was already on that tape prior right. to what you were recording. Right. Uh, yeah.
4: All right. Um, I'd like to touch on an area, and I hope, uh, you know, if I can get a little personal with, with, with some questions, I hope you don't mind if I'm being out of line, you just tell me to shut up. No, go
3: ahead,
4: All right. Um, you are 38's front man, okay? You, uh, you take the spotlight in, in, in the stage show but lately, we we find um, Don Barnes uh-huh. vocally uh, on the radio taking the spotlight for 38. Uh-huh. Is, is there any animosity towards this? How does does this sit well with you?
2: Good question. Yeah, that yeah. is a good one.
3: Oh God, yeah, Jack. You know, we're 38 special like the St. Louis Cardinals right there. You know, we're a ball team, and uh, <laughs> and we're we're we're. we're uh, Race for that pennant. We want we want the first place slot, and whatever it takes to get us there, we'll do that. You know, and uh, we don't necessarily sit down when we're writing songs, or whatever, and say, "Hey Don, you gonna sing this song?" or Donna, you gonna sing this song?" Wh- whoever does it the best and has the feel for it is is, is what we go with.
2: Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Now Don Barnes is still in the band. They're still yeah. around. Yeah, he's the only original member. Yes, that's it. Yeah,
3: and uh, we've been together nine years, and-,
1: and that's why they're still worth seeing. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, mm-hmm. if you see 38 Special You're seeing close To the real thing Minus yeah. of course Donnie Van Zand Who did some uh, right. Singing on some Big songs too
3: Don in particular Has been together We've been playing For about 14 years mm. Together So no There's nothing whatsoever. You know I'm glad That that, that uh, he's doing What he's doing Right now And I think He does it real well All right. you know, And I'm happy For him that he's, that he's come Into his own As a singer
4: Okay um, Continuing on In this personal vein um, You definitely Come from by, uh, well, what some people would call the first family of Southern Rock. And um, now you Yep, that's a true statement.
2: Yeah, he's getting to uh, Ronnie Van Zant. Yeah, no,
1: no doubt about it. Come on. Come on, Jack. Doing good, buddy. Keep yep. it going.
4: Your younger brother just delivered a, a strong record right here. Um, we're talking about uh, Johnny Van Zant. But your older brother, um, may he rest in peace, is a legend. Um, is there a need in your mind... To carry on in your brother's footsteps, because I, I think there's some there's some skinnered on special forces, okay, and especially uh, maybe back in the track or a backdoor stranger. So, is there a feel of a, of a need there to uh, carry on in Ronnie's footsteps?
1: Uh, that's an excellent question too. Yeah. and I remember this about Jack Silver too. Jack Silver loved the music and knew a lot about the music too. Oh. He wasn't just some guy, you know, just. In here,
3: right? Surely, you know. I mean, I don't think nobody can feel his footsteps, you know. But you, uh, after the crash and all that, uh, I really wanted to go out and just make that name that he that he made uh, nationwide. And, and, and just like you said, he's a legend, you know. Yeah. And I just want to keep that name up there, you know, and, and do it any way I could do it the best I could do it. You know, uh, our family uh, raised us to be individuals. You know, no matter what you did, whether you painted houses or cut grass or whatever, as long as you did your best at it you know that that was all was expected of you and that's what i'm trying to do right now with 38 especially just doing the best i can you know if i can get just be half of what he he did for the music business and uh all that i'll be real happy <laughs> you
1: don't hear the things about Donnie van Zant or even johnny van Zant for that matter that you would hear that you heard about ronnie van Zant back mm-hmm. in the day because ronnie was you know once alcohol got right Ron, and ronnie van Zant, he was an asshole right you know he would punch his bandmates all the time i mean he was uh, they, they were intimidated by him you know it wasn't the democracy a lot of times when it came and he to was the, a short guy Skinner.
2: and he may have had a little man syndrome yeah he probably
1: too, did you know yes but i never heard anything like that about these other two guys the, nope. other, the, the other brothers you know and donnie Van Zandt is like i said i've interviewed him in the past met him in the past never never heard anything negative about him
4: right hmm, interesting and maybe i can hit up on the fact uh, I, I did i believe i noticed your name Pretty, uh, pretty prominently on on your uh, on uh, on the new Johnny Van Zant record.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, re- I think I wrote about five songs with him on this. album. Ah,
4: okay. Can you explain your relationship there?
3: Well, the, ho- the whole thing with Johnny, Jack, be truthful. sent, you. you know, uh, you know how it is in the music business when uh, touring and all that and recording and all that. We spend like a thirty special spends at least six months on the road, and then the other time we're writing and recording. Mm-hmm. So we're real busy with the music part of it and since the crash with Ronnie then the main thing I, that I really uh, miss most ab- about it all was uh, well, I didn't I didn't miss it what, the thing, what I'm trying to say is that we didn't really get to be together that much because of this yeah. and with Johnny I've had the opportunity I've been lucky at, I've had the opportunity to write with him which brings you uh, really when you write together musically and all that you really get to know a person and uh, you really get to be closer to him hmm. and uh, I go out of my way trying to try to spend much time as i can with him and the family now because
2: you uh, never know what's gonna happen and you know johnny van zant was not the lead singer of leonard skinner at that time no he would become and he would have a hell of a tenure he's still with the band right that's now. right but but at this point in time he was still putting out solo records that's right good point Files. i'm glad you pointed that out
4: that's for sure this is true. All right, uh, th- uh first first of all I just want to say thanks for opening up to that. I don't I don't know how you how how uh how that sits with you yeah. and when people try to pry into your personal life. So yeah. I pr- appreciate that. Okay. Um now let's get uh let's get more on the on the upswing here. Okay, those wild eyed southern boys uh if someone was to look at the last two covers of of some thirty eight special records, we might think that you all like ladies and they're behinds in particular. What's the story?
3: I'm behind, man.
4: Huh? <laughs> we heard. <laughs> yeah, you heard first. You he heard first. I will not
3: lie. Right.
4: Who, who paints those things, or what's the story, man? How does that?
3: a and Records is partly responsible for that.
4: Right, yeah, right.
1: yeah. yeah, I'm sure the record companies have yeah. a lot to say in that.
4: Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I guess it helps a lot on your in-store uh, displays. And, uh, uh, <laughs> it shows up a lot. All right. Okay, uh, I like that. And um, I'd finally just... Uh,
1: People who don't know, like the Wild-eyed Southern Boys album, had that girl uh, on the cover. The,
2: shorts and high heels. Yeah, that
1: pink sh- pink pair of shorts, yes. and then on this album, Special Forces
2: too. There's another woman with a nice right. rear end, her ass hanger, ass ass and out. and the band was like facing her. I remember in the Wild-eyed Southern Boys, yeah, uh, was was like they were in the in the drawing too. Yes, you know. that's right.
4: For information's sake, we we here at Casey have. Uh, a pretty good relationship with Jim Peterick uh-huh. of, of Survivor. Right. And I feel. Very uh, thir- good, he's going
1: to bring this all yeah. up here, where Jim yeah. Peterick was uh, instrumental yeah. in writing some of their best known songs. Gates has a pretty good. Who well, then went on to be a part of uh, Survivor. Right, right. Yeah.
4: Relationship with Jim Peterick as well. Can you explain your relationship with Jim Peterick and possibly the feelings you have towards his helping uh, the success of 38 Special?
3: Uh. First of all, Jim Peters, uh, one of the finest men I've ever met to begin with. And uh, the way we really was introduced to him was through our, our manager, Mark Spector, which uh, Jim, uh, on our third album, uh, we went to the uh, studio and recorded eight songs, and we had the album more or less recorded. And uh, Mark Spanner, Mark Spector, our manager now, uh, that was with a and at that time as the uh, vice president of A&R, and which later became our manager, uh, he... Uh, called us up on telephone and told us that he had this song that, that Jim had wrote, and it was called Rockin' to the Night. And uh, he wanted us to record and see how we could do it. So he sent a, a demo tape down to us, and we listened to it, and really really liked the song a lot. So uh, we did the song, and uh, like I said, it, 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 it broke the ice for 38 Special, you know, as a top 40 song, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, plus, uh, uh, I think I'm answering your question, <laughs> but uh, the, the main thing is it, it, that uh, on this song, on the new album right here, Special Forces, yeah. uh, I got to write uh, with uh, Don and, and Jim on one song, a song called Chain Lightning.
1: Yeah. Great song, oh, Chain
2: Lightning. I love that song.
1: Peter also helped write uh, uh, Hold On Loosely, which is one of their big songs. And another guy who was in the band who was very instrumental, and he's kind of fallen by the wayside, is a guy named Jeff Carlisi. hmm He was important a, in that group, yeah, too. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And
3: uh, it was just a lot of fun, you know. Uh, I hope next year we'll, we'll uh, get together and write more, you know. What I did this year was write with a guy named Liar Still, which uh, I wrote with last year on the, uh, the Wild Out Southern Boys album. And uh, he's from Jacksonville here. And uh, I really, really like writing with him a lot, you know, uh, because we're basically from the same culture and the whole thing. We uh, sit out there by the lake and get good and drunk and we have fun writing. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, how, fun that's how it happens.
4: <laughs> All right. Okay, now finally, um, this Saturday here in St. Louis, uh, 38 arrives for what we're calling Super Jam '82. All right, a, a big event for us here in St. Louis. Uh, you know, it's a uh, the outdoor dates are a big, uh, much more than just a concert for the city that uh, it takes place in. But well, so I'd like to ask you, Donnie Van Zant, uh, your feelings about the outdoor dates. And how you enjoy getting getting in the middle of a baseball field and jamming to <laughs> to about thirty five thousand.
3: I tell you, I love it. This, is, this uh,
4: Jack. It's a high
3: you
1: cannot describe. I can, I'll bet. Man. I, can you imagine being cool. a, the biggest crowd I've ever been on stage? I think we were on stage. At uh, the Checker Dome, mm-hmm. sold out Checker Dome for for one of our birthday parties for yeah. something for somebody, yeah. and to be in front of that many people is and they're looking at you and you're talking is pretty uh, intimidating. I got that beat, huh? Bush
2: Stadium, yeah. Riz and I from uh, 105.7 Point, we did the intro before Metallica at the big show, and there was like oh, wow. forty thousand people, yeah. people there, 40, yeah. probably more than that, and it was, it, it is amazing to be in front of yeah. that many people.
1: Now that I think about it, I do that all the time. Yeah, that's right. But yeah yeah,
2: like, yeah and you're you're in per, you're they yeah, see you yeah, too. <laughs> but it's different. It's different when they're all around you and when you're talking Right, John's not talking not about broken. the public address announcing at uh, the Cardinals games. Yes. Push yes.
1: <laughs> Although when I've when I've done some of the PAs, you know, introductions in, during World Series and playoffs, mm-hmm. then the place is jam-packed and I do feel them on top of me right. as I'm announcing and then right. they're looking at me, but right. other pre-game stuff that I've done or when I'm in the booth, it's not the same thing. Right. It's not the same thing.
3: You know, it's, it's just something about that uh, I can be uh, just, just as calm as I can be, but when I walk up those steps, especially on an outdoor show where there's uh, 6,000 people or so, uh, it, when you walk up them steps and you get on that stage, it's just it's just a high you cannot describe. And uh, I'm just looking forward to coming to St. Louis there and do it. Or uh, I can say you all be looking out for us because we're going to be burning the stage up.
4: <laughs> all right. Wow. Again, uh, I'll, I'll let you recover there with your leg, and I, I do appreciate you calling. Before I let you go, though, Donnie, could I get a couple, uh, possibly a couple quick promos from you? Sure. All right. You got a piece Let's of paper? There, or are you, you, got-
1: want, you want to hear these? Oh,
2: no, not really.
1: No. I think that's it. The interview's okay. over. All right. Yeah.
2: That was, that was uh, good.
1: Yeah. Donnie Van Zandt of 38 Special. Again, he's not in the band anymore, but he was very instrumental in, in the band yeah. for a long time. Yeah. All right, I'm John Hewlett. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at STLUman on Instagram. I'm Johnny Hewlett.
2: Come Come follow me. I am Favaz. Yes, it's, he's worth following. Yes. And that's
0: it. Thanks for AMF! Sharing. See you later, bye. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app.